Yesterday we learned that it was a Nevoa Vichasko. We were speaking about the river that he saw coming out of the Kaddish Gedashim and started very small and then it got deeper and deeper as we spoke about yesterday. So Amar Pitchos, Mishum Rav Huna Tzipoya, Rav Pitchos said the name Rav Huna Tzipoya, Mayan Ayyotim Beis Kaddish Gedashim. This spring that Yechasko is speaking about that comes from the Kaddish Gedashim and originates from there, Betchilo Daimel Kanechagavim. Originally when it starts, it's only like the antenna of grasshoppers and it's very narrow and very shallow. Kim Shagil. Pesach Hechel, once it gets to the opening of the Hechel, Naska Chutzel Shasi, at that point it becomes a little thicker and it becomes as wide as the thread of the warp. Kim Shagil Ulam, once it gets to the point of the Ulam, Naska Chutzel Arab, then it gets to the point that it's as thick as the thread of the roof, which is a little thicker. Kim Shagil Pesach Azara, once it gets to the opening of the Azara, and this is referring to the actual door that's on the south side of the Azara, Naska Pipach Cotton, then it becomes as wide as the mouth of a small flask. Behind the time, that's why it says in the Mishnah, Rabblazim and Yaakov, Rabblazim and Yaakov says, and we continue on that that this Mayim that's going to be as wide as a flask and this will be flowing out from the bottom of the doorway of the Azar and after that it continued getting stronger and stronger till it got and it reached the opening of the household of David meaning his palace and once it got to that point it already became such a strong river and such a deep river that it was a flowing stream that it was already Mutter for a Zav and Zav and Nida Nidaladis to go to the mikvah in this Mayan Shinema, as it says in the Pasuk, and this Pasuk is in Zechariah by Yahimahu. On that day, when Mashiach comes, there will be an opening that will open up a spring for the base David and for the people that dwell in Yishlaim, that will be able to be used for purification and for a mikvah for Nidais. Our base says, from here we see a Remes for Nida, that when a Nida goes to the mikvah, she has to actually go to a mikvah that's not a shallow mikvah it has to be a deep enough mikvah that when she stands in the mikvah the water is up to her neck but the Gemara says and therefore any woman that goes to a mikvah that has a barim saw even if it's not a very deep mikvah she can be tithed in such a mikvah and she will become tar and the Gemara continues we said before that on Yom Kippur you're allowed to walk through a body of water in order to go to a shear etc as we said before so the Gemara asks it makes sense in Kippur you're allowed to walk through a body of water the lekemenol because you're not wearing shoes on kippah because it's also benidol sasando. How about Shabbos lekemenol on Shabbos where a person wearing shoes? My will be a din. Are you allowed to walk through a body of water and there's no problem? Or do you say that maybe a shoe will fall off and it'll break off and then you'll come to carry it and therefore as a gzira we say you're not allowed to walk through a body of water. Am Nechemia chasid ben Yisia Nechemia said who is the son-in-law of Biden Nasi and no chazisla Rab Ami Rabasi I saw Rab Ami Rabasi the mati okamadamaya that they were walking and they got to a pool of water vavruadam and they still wore their shoes through there and they were in a that maybe they'll be falling off and then they will come to carry it. So the Gemara says, all, that makes sense, by a regular shoe that's mamish on your foot. But sandal, my a sandal, where it's only strapped onto your foot, maybe you would say that there you would have a chash, and Ravina was wearing sandals and he was able to walk through a body of water on Shabbos even while he was wearing them. And you should wear a sandal through the water. And the Gemara continues with this story. He went to the place called Agrinya, so Rafam and Old Rabbanon came to hear the share from the Reish Galusa. However, on Shabbos, Ravina did not come. The next day, Rafam wanted to make sure that the Reish Galusa would not be angry at Ravina, and therefore he wanted to clarify why Ravina didn't come to the share. So Amalei, so Rafam said to Ravina, Why didn't you come to the share? Amalei, Ravina responded, 
It was hard for me to walk because the top of my foot was hurting me. So he said back, Why don't you just wear shoes? So he said, It was the top of my foot and therefore that wouldn't have helped. So he said, So he should have put on a sandal. There was actually a body of water, a pool of water that was on the way and therefore I couldn't go through it with a sandal. So he said, You should have just warned them and walked through it. There's no problem because we're not worried that maybe they'll fall off and maybe you'll come to carry it. So Amalei Ravina responded back, Do you not hold of this din, that if you're wearing sandals, it's better not to walk through a body of water, and that's why I didn't come to the shear. The Gemara continues, Tanya Yudabar Gregois, as we learned that there's an issa to go and do rechitza on Yom Kippur, and therefore he says, Asa it's asa to sit on mud on Yom Kippur because there will be an issa of rechitza. So Rabbi Shubalevi, over Tinum Tapechas, we're talking about mud that's actually wet. It can't just be a little bit moist, it has to be moist enough that if you touch it, you'll be able to transfer that moisture onto something else. Our Rebuda, Mutal, it's not in Paris. You'll have to cool yourself on your Kippur by taking fruits and putting it onto your body. Rabbi Yehuda, it's not in Rabbi Yehuda actually would cool himself by using squash. Rabbi, it's not in Biyanuka. Rabbi would cool himself by taking a baby that the skin is very smooth and would take it and put it on him and that would cool him off. Rabbi, it's not in Bikasa Kaspin. Rabbi would cool himself by taking a silver cup. So our Papa, Kasa Kaspin, Molly also, if that silver cup would actually be full with water, then we're worried that maybe the water will drip out and spill out into your body and it'll be Ivan Rechitza. However, if it's Chosashari, if it's not completely full, then it will be Mutter. However, the Pachra, Edev Edasa, everyone agrees that if it's made of earthenware, then no matter what it's Asa, Bishum the Mishchel Shachel. The reason why it's Asa is because earthenware, Kalim, the property is that it sweats, and therefore the liquid that will come out will go on your body, and it will be Ivan Rechitza. Rav Ashi Amar Vashi says, Kosa the Kaspa, even a silver Kli, Kosa that's empty, it would not full, Nami Asa, it's still going to be Asa, Bishum the Mizdarv, because the actual Kli could fall out of your hands, and then the water or the liquid will get on your body, and you'll be Ivan Rechitza. The Gemara continues, Zira Bachama Ush Bazichlan, the Rab Avi Basi Rabbi Shubalevi, the Kul Rabban the Kesava. Zira Bachama had a hotel, and he was the host at many different times for different Rabban and Rab Ami, Rab Asi, Rabbi Shubalevi, as well as old Rabban of Kesi of Kasiria. So Amulet Rabbi Yasi, Braid Rabbi Shubalevi, Zira came and told the story to Rabbi Yasi, the son of Rabbi Shubalevi, about his father. And he said, Ba Arya, you son of the lion, you son of Rabbi Shubalevi, the great Tamachacham, Ta Emil Chamil Samalisa, David Avid Avucha. I want to go tell you something that your father did. But Bachas Haylai, he had a handkerchief, when he used it on Yerevim Kippur, and he would soak it in water, and then he would wring it out, and it would become like a dry rag, and the next day, on Yerevim Kippur itself, he used to wash his face and his hands and his feet, and Erev Tishabov, and if it was Erev Tishabov, he would go and soak it in water, and the next day, even without wringing it out, he would place it on top of his eyes. Now, before we continue, let us just say what Rashi has the gears over here. Rashi has the gears that are Bishu Belevi on Erevim Kippur didn't actually take a very wet rig, but they would bring him a handkerchief, and he would actually dry his hands with that towel, and the next day, and then he would place that towel on his eyes, and because he dried his hands with the towel yesterday, it was a little bit moist on Yom Kippur. So that would make more sense, because it's not a very wet towel, and that will fit much better in the Gemara. And the Gemara, when Rabbi Marbari, he reported also about Rabbi Shubalevi, he said, on Erev Tishbab, they would bring Rabbi Shuvah Belevi a towel, Vashar Yisub Mayim, would soak in water, or Menicha, Tachas Mayim, Shaysub, and would place it on his head, and the next day he would wash his face, his hands, and his feet with his towel, it's not considered Rechitz of Erev Yom Kippur, and on Erev Yom Kippur, they would bring him a towel, Vashar Yisub Mayim, would soak it in water, and then he would dry it out by wringing it out, and it would become only moist, and then he would place it on his eyes. So I'm going to be 
When you told us the story, you told us on Erev Kippur, he actually didn't ring it out. And on Tisha B'Av, he ringed it out. And when you taught us this, and we asked you that it can't be on Kippur, they didn't ring it out, because then you could be on Yom Kippur. So the Gemara continues, We asked the following question from Rabbi Lezer. Rashi says it's Rabbi Lezer ben Pedas. Now we know that it's a din, that in order for Bechar, Bismanazet, we eat in, you have to make sure that it has a mum. In order to know that it has a mum, you have to have a Chacham that said that this is a mum that's considered a mum kavua, and then you could eat it Bismanazet. However, there was a din, that in order to go and paskin, if it actually has a mum, you have to have a person that has a license to paskin. This license was given by the Nasi. So the Yisra, Belazman Pedas, Zakat V'yashu B'yeshiva, let's say he had someone that was already a member of Sanhedrin, he already paskin everything else, and it wasn't just a license just for Bechar. Is there a din that he also has to get Rishos from the Nasi to Paskin B'negei B'chayrus, or does he not need that? So the Gemara points out, my coming by Lu, what's the great Shiloh? The Gemara answers, Hachi coming by Lu, this is the Shiloh, Kihadam Ravid Ba'avim, because Ravid Ba'avim said, Davazan Yichlam L'Bein Nasiyah, Kedelis Gadaboy. This position of power that the Bein Nasi was in charge of giving out the license in order to be Mata B'chayrus, that was given to them in order that they should have a certain Gedula. So the Shiloh was, Tzarech Lita Rishos, does a member of Sanhedrin still have to take Rishos? Maybe because he's a member of Sanhedrin, maybe he doesn't have to have Rishos, he doesn't need a special license. So Amr Rabbi ben Chaluk al-Raglov, Rabbi ben Chaluk got up, and he said, I saw Rabbi Yisim ben Zimra, Rabbi Yisim ben Zimra was one of the Sanhedrin, and he was standing in front of this person's grandfather, meaning the Nasi that's nowadays his grandfather, and he still took Rishos in order to be a Matab Chayrus. You see, you need a license even though you're a member of Sanhedrin. So the story is not correct. The story was as follows. Rabbi Yisim ben Zimra was actually a coin. And the reason why he went to the Nasi, he was going to ask him the following Shailah. Do we pass the Kameya to Amr that he says, that a person that's that if it would come in front of me as a coin, and I can't pass him for myself because I'm someone that's in the Gay Bedava, and if I pass him for my own Bechar, that it's about Mum, that of course is in the Gay Bedava, and therefore you can't pass. And therefore, you can't even pass him for somebody that you're not in the gay of a also. Or maybe halacha k'rab shimon gamliel. The halacha follows the did of rab shimon gamliel. The amr that he holds nemal shal chaver ve'in nemal shal aswei. That even though you're not believed on your own thing because you're in the gay of a but if you have an animal that's not yours but it's your friends and you want to pass him to balmum, you're allowed to do that because you're not considered balmum on that. Upashulei and this nasi, which was the grandfather of today's current nasi, he actually passed him that halacha k'rab shimon gamliel. And the gemara continues before we said amr menashe b'tachlifa amr. That they asked a question in front of Rabbi and we explained it was Rabbi Lazar ben Pedas. So now the Gemara continues and says, They ask another Shiloh from Rabbi Lazar ben Pedas, and they ask them as follows. Although we said one of the Chamisha Inuyim on Yom Kippur is, of course, could a person walk out on Yom Kippur wearing a shoe made out of some sort of reed material? And we continue on. Rabbi got up. He said, I saw Rabbi Shumalebi, that he wore such a sandal on Yom Kippur, and therefore you see it's mutah. I asked him, You're wearing on Yom Kippur, what would be the halacha on a Tainasibah? Rashi says, that we know in Mesechus Tainas we learn that when there's a Tainas because there's a drought, the din is that it's also Bidinus Hasandal. So would there didn't be that you could wear such shoes on a Tainasibah? And Amalei, Rabbi Shumalebi responded, There's no difference. Amrabah Bachana said, he says, Rabbi Lazar, the Min Ninveh, I saw Rabbi Lazar from the town called Ninveh 
that he was walking out with a sandal that was made of the shah material on a tiny he responded there is no difference and therefore we see from these two stories that there is no difference between tiny sibo or Yom Kippur you'll let it we are sandal made out of this type of reed material and the Gemara continues Rabbi Huda Nafim Benhutni Rabbi Huda went out with sandals that were made out of this material which were like reeds Abai Nafim Benhutsi Abai went out with palm leaves on his feet Rabbi Nafim Benhutni Rabbi went out with sandals made out of some sort of grass Rabbi Huda Karach Sudra Akara Ibn Nafik Rabbi Huda he wrapped a handkerchief around his foot and he went out the Gemara continues Masra we have a Mishnah in Shabbos that says that Ramea holds that a person that's an amputee and he doesn't have a leg, he could take any, his prosthetic, he could put it on his stump, and he could walk out like that on Shabbos because it's considered like a shoe. Rabbi Yesi considers that that's also because it's not considered a shoe. Rashi says because it's not somebody that's standard footwear. But we learned over there. Both Ramea and even Rabbi Yesi agree that it would be also to go out with this prosthetic on Yom Kippur. So Lechari, even though Rabbi Yesi holds it, this is not considered a shoe, on Yom Kippur there's a din, that you not wear anything on your feet, and Lechari, just like Lechari, Rabbi Yesi, and Lechari, Rabbi Yesi, you not wear a prosthetic on Yom Kippur, so Lechari, you shouldn't be able to wear even a shoe made out of sham, made out of some sort of other material. So Abaya, Hasim, Isbe, Ketitin, over there we're talking about a case where the stump had actually some sort of a cushion on it, and since it was cushioned, therefore it would be a tidying. As he continues and says, Umishim tidying, the reason why it was us over there, even a to Rabbi was because of tiny. So Amalei Rav, Rav is said back to Abaya, be lab manu. If it's not considered a plea, it's not considered a shoe. Ketit and mashvelei manu. All of a sudden, by putting in rigs or putting some sort of cushion in it, does it become a shoe? We know that it's over here on your kippah is neilas sandal, and this is not considered a shoe. For Oid, another question I have is called tiny. The lab manu be yom kippah me also. Is there any other thing that's a tiny on your kippah and it's not a shoe? Is it going to be also your kippah? We know on your kippah there's certain inuyim. We have chamisha inuyim. Anything else is going to be so the fact that it's a tiny, that's not a reason to ask it on your kippah if it's not a shoe. But Rabbi Avuna have a karach sudra karayi Rabbi Avuna would actually wrap handkerchiefs on his feet and he would walk on your kippah like that. And therefore, you see, even though he was comfortable, it was still much to do. Another thing, but the sefer in the Mishnah and Shabbos in the sefer it says in yesh base kippah katitin tamei b'negayed that if you have some sort of receptacle in your prosthetic, the din is that now this prosthetic becomes like a kli, and therefore it has a din that. Now that halacha of that Mishnah is not negaya for us, but the point is that since the Sefer specifically says that we're giving you a new case where you had a prosthetic that had a receptacle in it in order to have the cushions in the receptacle, so it's mechal, the ratio labit is like skidon, it must be that the ratio was talking in a case where there was no cushions and there was no receptacle and therefore we're talking about a regular prosthetic and if we're talking about a regular prosthetic the question is how could Rabbi says that this is not considered a shoe and still we say on your kippah it's us to wear so to prosthetic. Elam Rava, therefore Rava says, Everyone agrees, both Rameya and even Rabbi Yesi agree that a prosthetic is considered a shoe. And therefore, on Yom Kippur, of course, you're not aware of it. And there's the following because everyone agrees for sure it's a shoe. And still Rabbi Yesi is going to say that it's also to wear it in the street on Shabbos because Rabbi Yesi holds that maybe the prosthetic will fall off in the Rishis Rabbim and you'll come to carry it in the Rishis Rabbim, Dal Amis, and it'll be over on Hitzah or Masova. However, I may hold, like as we know, we are in Gaza. We're not worried that maybe a prosthetic will fall off while you're in the street and maybe you'll come to carry it and therefore you'll have to wear a prosthetic on Shabbos even in Rishis Rabbim. Tan Rabbanu, we learned that a young child is mutter on all of these things that we said on Mishnah that are Inu and Asa and 
kippah, like a chiloshtia, rechitza, and sicha. However, we said, chutz minil sasandal, aside from wearing shoes. So the Gemara now is, maishnon il sasandal da ami inchi agle, that why do we say that a child is not allowed to wear shoes on your kippah? Because people will say that really other people that were gedolim actually put it on him and therefore they gave him issa. And of course, we know we're not allowed to give a child something that's also the chachila. As Rashi points out, by Torah Zira, gedolim alaktanim, shlo yaslam biyadayim, dava asa karamidim msechzi bamis, lo yisachilam, lo yisachilam, that is an issa of a gadol to do something or to give a cotton something that's also to do or to eat. That people will say that other people gave them this food to eat or they did the and sicha for them. On that, the Gemara answers, by rechitz and sicha, people will just say that they did it yesterday and they didn't do it today. So, why Benigay wearing shoes? Do we say that for sure people will say that Gedolim put the shoes on them? Maybe they'll say that they did it yesterday. On that, the Gemara says, that on sandal, you can't say that you placed it on the child on, from yesterday. Because Shmuel says, If anyone wants to taste the taste of death, he should wear shoes and he should go to sleep like that. And therefore, of course, the child had to put it on today, and people will say that a gadol did it for him. Now, the Gemara asked that we just said in the Brisa that that for a tinak it's mutter to do, it's mashma even if you go in front of Rav today on Yom Kippur and ask him could you give a child to eat or drink or to do Rechitz or Sicha they would say it's Muta and over there we know that it was done today and we're still going to say it's Muta so Gemara says Ella the real reason is Hanach Labri Vusayu Gazbu Rabbanon that in a Kanami the Rabbanon will glaze on something like Nino Sasandal which is not integral to the development of a child however Hanach Labri who lay Gazbu Rabbanon but Achil and Shti Rechitz and Sicha which are integral to the development of a child in order to grow and be strong, therefore the Rabbana would never goza and allowed you to give a child achila and shtia rechitz and sicha even be a daim on Yom Kippur. The Amar Abayi, because Abayi said, Amrli, eh, my mother told me, and of course it wasn't Abayi's real mother because Abayi's mother died when he was just born. Ravisi the Yanuka, the development for a child's Maya Chamima, you have to give him a bath in warm water, or Mishka, and also rub him with oil. God Porter, when he grows a little bit more, Beyasa Bekutcha, you have to give him eggs in some sort of dip. God Porter, if he grows a little bit more, to very money, you have to make sure that he breaks plates. Because just like we find Rabba, he would buy broken up plates of pottery for his children in order they could take out their frustrations and they could break it. The Gemara continues, that a king and a kala could wash their face. So, who's on Mishnah going like? He's going like Rabbi Ben The Melech and a kala cannot wash their face on your kippah. However, he said, they could wash their face. And the Brisa continues, a Chaya woman who just gave birth, she cannot wear shoes on Yom Kippur. That a young woman that just had a child, she could wear shoes on Yom Kippur. The Gemara says, my time in Melech, what's the reason that Melech could wash his face? Because it says in the Pesach, that a Melech through his splendor, you have to see him, and therefore at all times, he has to look nice, and therefore he has to wash his face. What's the reason by a college she could wash her face? And the Bryce responds, in order that she shouldn't be disgusting to her husband. So how long is the shear that a person's considered a kala? Like we learned in the Bryce in Ksubis, and over there it's talking about a kala that becomes an Avela right when she gets married or before she becomes married. And the din is we can't hold back beautification products, for example, like makeup and perfume from a kala for the entire.
entire 30 days that she just got married, and therefore in our Mishnah also, when it said a Kala could wash her face, it means for the first 30 days. The reason why Achaya, according to Rabbi Lezer, can't go and wear shoes, Mishum Tzina, is because she shouldn't be cold. And the Gemara continues, Amishmul, Shumul says, in any person can wear shoes, Ayim Kippur, if they're living in a place where there's Sakana, that there are many scorpions on the ground, and it could be dangerous for the person, and we'll stop over here.